بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد وعن عبد الله بن عمر بن العاص رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أربعون خصلة أعلاها منيحة العنز ما من عامل يعمل بخصلة منها رجاء ثوابها والتصديق موعودها إلا أدخله الله تعالى بها الجنة رواه البخاري عبد الله بن عمر بن عاص رضي الله تعالى عنهما نريد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم سيد There are 40 different types of actions. This word khasla, in this context we'll translate it as actions or good deeds. Or a more appropriate explanation would be avenues of khair and good. Alaha manihatul anz. The most superior of these 40 types of good deeds or good actions is manihatul anz. Manihatul anz, literally we'll translate it as loaning one's goat, but it refers to a practice that used to take place in the early days where one would relinquish the possession of one's goat over to some poor people and they would be able to derive benefit from that animal, derive benefit from its wool, from its milk, etc. So the possession would be relinquished in order to enable them to derive benefit from the animal, but the ownership would still remain with the original person. This is what is referred to as manihatul anz. So Rasulullah said that there are 40 good qualities or avenues of khair and benefit. The most superior of them would be to loan one's goat. Ma min aminin ya'malu bi khaslatim minha. There is not a single one of you that will practice on any one of these 40. In this hadith, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned two qualities that should be found when we are doing good deeds. The first of these qualities, Raja'a thawabiha. That is, in one's heart to have hopes of the reward which is promised. This is something that is very, very important. We find that the whole kafiyat and the manner in which we carry out actions will change. If prior to the action, one has to ponder a little bit, reflect a little bit, that in doing this action, this is the reward which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised me. And in one's heart to have hope of that reward. Raja'a thawabiha, and the second thing Rasulullah said, وَتَسْدِيقَ مَوْعُودِهَا And to have this firm conviction. One is to hope for the reward, and together with that, affirming what has been promised for doing that action. To have the absolute conviction in one's heart, that whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised me for this action, will definitely come to pass. Simple example by which we can understand this, and by way of muzakara, when we leave our homes, we are taught the dua. Rasulullah sallallahu taught us this dua that when you leave your house, say Bismillah, tawakkaltu ala Allah, wala hawla wala quwwata illa billah. 
a way of checking or using a yardstick to measure how much of sunnah is coming in our lives. My respected brothers, is each one of us can ponder and reflect that this morning when we left our homes to come to the masjid, when we left the house, did we read the dua or not? What is the dua? Bismillah, tawakkaltu ala Allah, wala hawla wala quwata illa billah. In the name of Allah, I place my trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there is no good, there is no power to do good or to refrain from evil except with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabi Sallallahu said, the one who says this, when he leaves his house, then the angels of Allah Ta'ala give him four basharats and glad tidings. Hudita, wa wuqita, wa kufita, wa tanakha anhu shaytan. Four glad tidings are given to this person. One is, the angels of Allah make dua for him and they say, you are guided, hudita. Allah has become sufficient for you for whatever needs or difficulties you have. You have been protected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have been guided. Allah is sufficient for you. You have been protected by Allah ta'ala. And the fourth benefit, وَتَنَخَ anhu shaitan. Shaitan distances himself from this person. In other words, shaitan loses hope of misguiding this person. So such great benefits. Now one is, رَجَعَ thawabiha. When you do this action, when you read this dua, have hope in the heart that Whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised me, I'm going to receive it. And to have the firm conviction, the firm conviction that what Allah, the benefits that Allah ta'ala has promised on this particular action, they will definitely come to pass. Shaitan will distance himself from me. Allah will fulfill my needs. Allah will become sufficient for me. So when he sawab in the year after, and what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised definitely will come to pass. So before every action, for example, we made wudu just now. Before the wudu, to have the hope of the reward for that wudu. And to have the firm conviction that, for example, when we are washing the limbs of the body, then the sins committed by those limbs of the body, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is using this washing of those limbs as a means of expiating those sins or forgiving us for those sins. So coming back to this hadith, Rasulullah said, there are 40 good qualities, the most superior of which is loaning one's goat. In other words, relinquishing the possession of that, relinquishing the usage of that goat over to one's neighbor, over to some poor people, without relinquishing the possession of it. Not a single one of you will do any of these 40 good qualities. Having hopes in the reward and affirming what has been promised for doing that action, now what is the reward that Allah has promised for these 40 things? Nabi Salaam says, except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will enter you thereby into Jannah. So Nabi Salaam says, Allah promises you Jannat for these 40 qualities. Obviously, the question now would arise in one's mind that what are the 40 qualities? We find that with the, in this regard, ulama-i kiram in various commentaries have mentioned 30, 30 or 40 different avenues of khair and goodness. The overriding principle behind these 40 qualities can be gauged from the first one. There is only one that is mentioned in the hadith. When Nabi Islam said, Manihatul Anz, to give your goat to your neighbor or some needy person. 
and let them use the wool, let them use the milk, etc. And he said that this is the most superior. So from this we learn that these 40 qualities are things by which we benefit humanity, by which we benefit others, help the poor, help the needy, help those who are in some problem or difficulty, have hope in the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and have firm conviction in what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says that Allah will enter you thereby into Jannah. Ibn Hajar rahimahullah mentions in the commentary of this hadith that 40 qualities are not stipulated so that people engage in every form of good without thinking anything to be insignificant. If Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa had enumerated that listen, these are the 40 good qualities by which you will enter Jannah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. And the 40 are mentioned, stipulated. Then other good deeds that are not found in this 40, there is a possibility that we won't practice upon it. And not only that we won't practice upon it, that we will perhaps, according to Ibn Hajar rahimullah, consider them to be insignificant. And there is one very important principle we find when it comes to doing good deeds which is mentioned in another hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, لَا تَحْقِرَنَّ مِنَ الْمَعْرُوفِ شَيْئًا لَا تَحْقِرَنَّ مِنَ الْمَعْرُوفِ شَيْئًا Do not consider any good deed to be insignificant. Allah ta'ala, Allah's mercy is such, Allah is looking for excuse, some excuse, that on this action Allah ta'ala makes our maghfirat, Allah grants us jannat. Abu Dawood rahmatullahi great muhaddith. He knew hundreds of thousands of ahadiths by heart. Famous incident is mentioned about him. That one day he's standing on the banks of the river. There's a ship going past. And somebody on the ship sneezes and says, Alhamdulillah. Now what is the talim? That when we hear somebody sneeze, when somebody sneezes and says, Alhamdulillah, then... We are supposed to do what is called Tashmeetul Atis. Tashmeetul Atis means respond to that. How we respond? We say, Yarhamukallah. When the person hears the response, Yarhamukallah, he should say, Yahdikallah wa yuslih balako. Nevertheless, Abu Dawood rahmatullahi hears this person sneezing and then he says, Alhamdulillah. In that interim, in responding, the ship or the boat moves out of hearing distance. So quickly he finds another person with a small boat, rents it for a few pennies, jumps onto the boat, lets the small boat get closer to that ship, and loudly Abu Dawood says, Yarhamukallah, in order to practice on one sunnah. One sunnah tashmeetul atis. The moment he does this, a voice calls out from the heavens, that, O oh Abu Dawood, today on this action of yours you have earned your jannah. Now in the commentary of this, ulama ikram have mentioned, Abu Dawood rahmatullahi was a great muhaddis, a great scholar of deen. In fact, his compilation of hadith is amongst the siyasitta, amongst the six accepted and most authentic books of ahadith. Such a great scholar of Islam. He would have done millions of good deeds. Yet on this one action, he gets the basharat and glad tidings that, oh Abu Dawood, today you have earned jannah. So what is the lesson? Don't consider any action to be insignificant. Look for opportunities, slightest chance we get to do some good. There's a banana peel on the way, remove it. With this niyat that Allah may give me jannat on this. 
A prostitute gave a thirsty dog water to drink and Allah made her maghfirat. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy we don't know. Allah is looking for some, some excuse. So don't let any chance pass. Every moment we have, try and be doing some good deed. Arba'una khasla. Nabi says there's 40 different types of things. Give your goat to someone, that's the most superior. In other words, benefit people. Help people. Extend the hand of Extend the hand of assistance to someone who is needy. Coming back to that hadith, لا تخكرن من المعروف شيئا. Nabi said, do not consider any deed to be insignificant. And then to explain this to us, what does Rasulullah say? وَلَوْ أَن تَلْقَى أَخَاكَ بِوَجْهٍ تَلِيقٍ He says, even meeting your brother with a smiling face, Allah is going to reward you. To smile at a person, he feels a little bit happiness in his heart. Feels a little bit ease in his heart when you smile at him. On that also, Allah Ta'ala can make your maghfirat, Allah can give you jannah, you will earn great, great reward. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, do not consider anything to be insignificant. Allah give us tawfiq, subhanahu wa ta'ala.